Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Dan Weeder in for Molly today. All guests appear on The Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And you know what that music means. That music means it's time to go to our guy out in Vegas, the host of The Daily Wager, who is resplendently dressed on most occasions, Joe Fortenbaugh. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Gentlemen, I'd love to say I'm doing great, but uh, it's the Super Bowl, which means this is like the last conversation we're going to have, and we've been chatting every week since early September, so it's always a little bittersweet. Very excited for Sunday, but a little bittersweet that I'm not going to talk to you again until, well, who are we kidding? March Madness is right around the corner. Right around the corner, Joe. (laughs) All right, let's not waste any time. I know you have been researching Chris Stapleton and his anthems. And things of that nature, but we've got the side, we've got the total, we've got the first touchdown, MVP and props. How do you want to go about it? Just let her rip because we're ready for you. I'll go with the side and the total breakdown, and then you guys can hit me with TDs, MVPs, props, however you want to do it. For the side, here's where we stand. We've talked about the market move. Kansas City's out there about a two-point dog. I don't have a big bet here. You know I'm an Eagles fan, but if I'm going to get involved, and I'm going to be honest, I've always said I'm never going to lie to the great people of Chicago. I would play Kansas City in this situation. I think you give the Chiefs two weeks to get ready for this game. They're going to find a way to get the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. They're going to hit the flats. They're going to hit the bubble screens. They're going to hit the short to intermediate crossing routes. They're not going to put them in harm's way. Philadelphia this season, the metrics on defense look great, but they've only played four teams that rank in the top ten in scoring. And two of those teams, Detroit and the Cowboys, hung 35 or more points on them. I think conversely, when you're talking about the total here, I do lean to the over. I do believe Kansas City is going to put a number up in this game, but what's the floor for Philadelphia? I have to keep asking myself that. Outside of a catastrophic injury, are they scoring 10 in this game? Are they scoring 14? I don't see that being the case. Maybe there's some nerves early, but I see them getting to at least 20-plus, which is going to help us get to the over. The key for Philadelphia and whether or not they're going to be able to win this game, not just on defense, but offensively, will Jalen Hurts be able to access the middle of the field? Two years ago, that's what made him an average quarterback. He could not throw the ball over the middle of the field with consistency. So they went out and they got A.J. Brown. He's one of the best in the business at going over the middle. It changed the entire dynamic of the Eagles' offense. If the Chiefs can take away the middle of the field, like the Niners did, it's going to be problems for Hurts. So smaller bets on these two, but we're going to play the Chiefs plus the two, and we're also going to play the over at 51. Joe, I, I, I regret to inform you that I am picking the Chiefs on Sunday for one reason, <laughs> because of Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I'm curious, as you look at some of these props, is there a, a Mahomes-centric prop that, that catches your eye the most, and as it relates to uh, the anytime touchdown scores on, on both sides, who, who appeals to you? I know a lot of guys, um, sharp guys out here in Vegas, hit the Mahomes passing yardage prop over when it first came out. It was in the 280s. This thing has been steamed all the way up into the 290s. So take that for what it's worth. You're not getting the best overall value. I will say this when it comes to Mahomes, especially when it comes to MVP. If you like the Chiefs in this game, but you don't want to play the money line, which is plus 105, $100 $100 wager returns 105 in profit. Play Mahomes to win MVP. It's plus 130. $100 wager returns 130 in profit. Ask yourself this. 
what are the odds the Chiefs win this thing, but Mahomes doesn't win the MVP? I think that's very unlikely. Conversely, if Philadelphia wins, I do see a path where other players could win the MVP. So some popular plays on that front, Miles Sanders, the running back, around 22-1. to Devontae Smith, the wide receiver, north of 30-1. to Hassan Reddick, defensive pass rusher, almost 20 sacks on the year. He's sitting at 35-1. to If you want a long shot, Josh Sweat, double-digit sack guy on the defensive line, uh, he's 150-1. to Keep in mind, uh, if Philadelphia's defense can wreck this game, contrary to everything I said at the beginning of this interview, if I'm wrong and they wreck this game like they wrecked that San Francisco game, the voters might want to reward one of the players from that side of the field for limiting Patrick Mahomes, which could give you a, a total moonshot here. I love playing some of those moonshots when it comes to uh, the MVP awards. Why not? It's the last game of the season. To your question on touchdown props, first touchdown props, I'll throw a couple at you here. Kenneth Gainwell from the Philadelphia Eagles at 18-1. to We'll talk more about him in the props in just a moment. I'd play him at 18-1 to for first TD. Jody Fortson, Chiefs wide receiver, 60-1 to to score the first TD, okay? It sounds crazy because he doesn't get a lot of burn. No Miko Hardman in this game. We know Kadarius Toney's not 100%. We know Juju Smith-Schuster's not 100%. If Kansas City's driving early in this game and Fortson's on the field and you're holding a 60-1 to ticket, you're live and in great shape. So those are two first TD tickets I would play. Anytime touchdowns, Jalen Hurts minus 105. He scored 15 rushing touchdowns in 17 games this season. He's also found the end zone in seven of his last nine games. Chiefs struggled to defend opposing quarterbacks when they're running this year. So I like him as an anytime TD. I'd look at guys like A.J. Brown. I know Travis Kelsey is very popular. I can't tell you to go against something like that. Uh, those would be some of the anytime TDs I'd be looking at. What are your favorite props, Joe, and how much country music have you listened to this week researching Chris Stapleton? <laughs> I'll get to that in songs. just a second. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell, over one-and-a-half receptions, over 11-and-a-half receiving yards. He's the top Philadelphia back when it comes to catching passes out of the backfield. Kansas City has struggled to defend opposing running backs out of the backfield this season. Second most targets allowed, most receptions allowed, fourth most receiving yards allowed. I like Gainwell to have a big game. Jake Elliott, the kicker for the Eagles, under seven and a half total points. If he kicks two field goals and two extra points, I'm dead. But remember, this team loves to go for it on fourth down. I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to go for a two-point conversion in this game as well. So I like Elliott under seven and a half. Miles Sanders to lead the entire game in rushing, plus 175. Clyde Edwards-Elair is back. So you have him competing with Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco for carries on the Kansas City side. On the Philly side, Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell, they get some carries but not a ton. They're used in the passing game. So I think this is a prop where it's Hurts against Sanders, and at plus 175, I'll take Sanders. Noah Gray, backup tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, over 11.5 receiving yards. It's only 11.5. He's had at least one target in all 19 games. He's had at least one reception in 18 of 19 games. He's always a part of the plan. If we get one reception for 12 yards, we're money. If we get one reception for 10 yards, we're going to need another catch, but there's going to be an opportunity there. So those are some of the props I look at. To the anthem, I'd love to give you some information. I know that the rehearsals are either today or tomorrow. They're coming. And when those rehearsals happen, (laughs) the word's going to get out and Twitter's going to explode. So if you're looking for an anthem prop bet, 
And I know that's legal in Illinois, from what I understand. Illinois and Maryland, I believe, are the only two states that allow you to bet the anthem. Keep your eyes out. The anthem rehearsals are coming. We're not sure when they are just yet. Hmm. He's at Joe Fortenbaugh on Twitter, so if you want to check his Twitter feed later, hit refresh as often as you can because he will have the info. (laughs) Or just watch you in Daily Wager, Joe. I'm sure that you're going to be uh, sharing some information there as well. Busy weekend for you. Yes, sir. We got uh, Daily Wagers today at, I got to convert the math, it's going to be 3 p.m. Central Time. So we've got a show where we're all going to be going through five of our best bets for the game, and then Super Bowl Sunday morning, we are going to be on at 10 a.m. Central. So 10 a.m. Central on Sunday, and then today, 3 p.m. Central to get you covered for the big game. You are the best, Joe. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for all the information and the investment advice as good as ever. Gentlemen, it's my pleasure. To everyone in Chicago, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening to this segment every week for what I believe is 12 years now. You guys are the absolute best. Have a great weekend. Go Bears. Thanks, Joe. Enjoy the game, Joe. Joe Fortenbaugh, this is his Super Bowl, too.